ហើយមនុស្សគ្រប់គ្នាចង់បានចេញជំនះពីបញ្ហានឹងប៉ុន្តែត្រូវដឹងថាអ្នកមិននៅតែឯងទេព្រោះមនុស្សនៅជុំវ
You know what a group of a, you know what a rhino is? This is a rhino. It's a giant animal that has a big horn on its nose. Yeah, on its nose. Yeah. And you know what they call a group of rhinos? A crash. A huge big crash. Because a rhino runs 50 kilometers an hour. But it can only see a meter in front of it. And it's it's so big. It's confident. No matter what's in my way. I'm going to win. It's going to move somehow. I think of when I think of uh, walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> I cannot see what's ahead. I, I don't know what tomorrow is going to happen. But I have faith. Somehow. Some way. There will be a victory. So I move forward. And even Jesus. When he came to this earth. He experienced persecution. But he kept going. Trusting. God for making a victory for him. And he went to Jerusalem. And they called him a king. But the next day they called him a traitor. And the God who made everything faced death on a cross. Jesus faced death. But that was not the end. When he was in the grave, when he was in the grave, he was alone. In darkness, the dead end, no way out. But Jesus did not stop in the darkness. Even though he could not see, and he was dead. He rose from the grave to give us hope, to give us life, so that now when we face death, we can have faith that overcomes our own death. We can run full speed at all of our problems, trusting that God will make a way. God has overcome everything for us to have faith. This is the good news of Jesus. No matter what you're facing, God has a way. And He will bring victory to our lives. Amen? Amen. God will make a way. Even if you're facing death. And that's why Paul says this. Thanks be to God. 
who always leads me to victory. I like that always leads me. You know what always means? Always. <laughs> Every single time. Every single problem. God leads to victory through Jesus Christ. And our lives become like a sweet aroma to the people around us. In every single place we are. Thanks to God. He leads us to victory. In every place. Every place of your life. Can experience victory with Jesus. And that's why everywhere I go. I walk in victory. I walk by faith that somehow God will make a way. And when we talk about victory, I want to talk about tonight where does victory begin? If we have victory, where does victory begin? You know, victory begins before the battle. Victory begins before the people start hitting each other with swords or shooting each other with guns. Victory begins with worship. You might wonder, why at ICF Church do we sing so many songs? You know, I heard some people say, oh, you go to the church that's like a concert. <laughs> Why do we sing these songs? Because when we worship, we believe we're not singing to each other. We are singing to God. And when we sing to God, we believe He hears us in heaven. Which then brings heaven to our hearts. And you begin to experience the Holy Spirit in this room. Because worship is how we fight our battles. Worship begins the sound of victory. Worship is the sound of victory over the battle. In the Bible, there's a story of a king, Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Jehoshaphat was a king that loved God. And he had a bad day. One day, not one, not two, but three other countries came together to attack him. I can't imagine if one army came against me. Can you imagine if three people, three armies tried to attack you? So all the people run to the main city. And they go to a church building. And they start to ask the king, Jehoshaphat, what do we do? And he says, I don't know. 
Because he's a really good king. <laughs> so he says, let's worship. So he gets on his knees. And he says, thank you, God. I don't know what to do. But you're faithful. Help, please. Now you might think, that's a weird king. But all the people, they got inspired by him. And the next day, the, the, the worship team, they made a decision. They decided to march. They decided to march in front of the warriors. Saying, thanks be to God. His, love, his faithful love lasts forever. I mean, can you imagine? We have, a, we have people outside wanting to kill us. And I say, Tom, go out and sing a song. Shelly, go sing Pray Jesu. I mean, this is a crazy idea. But the, they go out to battle. The worship team begins to sing, Thanks be to God. And the entire three armies, they suddenly get very confused. They don't know what to do. And they start to attack each other. And they fight each other to the death. So the only thing that remains is the worship team. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> what are you going to bring to battle? We all have battles in life. We all have attacks in our hearts. We all face challenges in our families. What will you bring to your battle? Will you fight with weapons? Or fight with worship? Victory begins with worship. And we have amazing places where you can get worship. Uh, website. We, you can get worship with these different places if you scan them. And I want to challenge you. This week, subscribe to each of these. So you don't lose it. <laughs> and play worship every morning. I have a friend, he puts his alarm code to worship. <laughs> and I'm not a morning person but it really inspired me and so now I do the same start your day with worship why is worshiping and singing songs so important? How does it begin the fight in our battle in our lives? How does worship bring, bring victory? First of all, worship increases knowledge. 
When you are singing a song to God, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. It's not just singing that's going on. God's actually teaching us things through the song. So when we sing them, we increase in our knowledge. That's why Paul says, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. In order to learn, you need to surrender. You got to come with a humble heart. It says, God, I want to learn from you. Jesus saves our lives. He forgives our sin. But that's the first step. Second step is now He is the Lord of our life. He needs, we need to learn from Him. He's the general that teaches us what to do. And if you don't listen to the general, you can end up dying. You can end up losing. If you want to stay in true worship, if you want to stay in worship, you need to say, I follow Jesus. I humble my life to him. And as you bow down, he will build you up. As you humble your life, he will build you up in knowledge as you follow him. Let me give you an example. Last year was a really tough year for us. I started out with the idea, let's all believe in Jesus for miracles. And we reopened the church. But when we reopened, we started to experience tragedy. Bad things started to happen. Our church was not growing. Our morning church was down to three people. And, and just when I thought it was at the worst point, a woman in our church just became a Christian and died. It was so hard for me to say, trust Jesus for miracles. But to just learn defeat and defeat and defeat. And I told God I want to quit. I don't want to bow down to you and worship you. I, I want to go home and I want to hide. Have you felt like that before? You just want to hide from everyone. I am just not the right person anymore. But God said to me, You can choose to worship me and follow me now. Or you can follow yourself and go home. Who will you follow? Decides who you're going to worship. They said, okay, God. 
We will, how do we worship you in this moment? And then I, I felt God saying, let's celebrate her life. Let's honor her. That she believed in God. And now she's in heaven. And let's share it to everyone. Because death is a reminder. We need God. And we need to celebrate when God overcomes death. So I said to the team, let's cancel the morning church. And instead, let's do a worship of her life. Let's celebrate her life. And what God did. And that week, witch doctors begin to share, she's in heaven. And people begin to wonder. How'd she get to heaven? And the next week, we went from three people to 60. We said, oh my goodness. Well, what do we do now? Let's keep worshiping. Who needs a miracle in your life? people began to raise their hands like you guys <laughs> and suddenly people began to come forward and get prayer people began to experience miracles in their lives and kids, youth and adult and then not only did they experience miracles they started to cut the spiritual bands and choose to follow Jesus. And not only did they cut the bands, but then they started to pray for God to give them provision. And they started to experience God helping them find jobs. And some of them even gave up witch doc, being a witch doctor to worship Jesus. But not only that, then they started to experience families coming together. Some families coming to church three times a week. But not only that, it gets better. <laughs> Even in our organization of ICF, we started seeing people work together on, on big And we felt unity grow. What an amazing year. And it reminded me of a grain of the rice. You know, with the rice. With the rice stock. Got it? With the rice. It bows because it's got so many blessings on it. I don't bow to God because he's all powerful and in control. I don't bow to God because he's all-powerful. 
I bow to God because He blesses me so much. I found God because He's so good. How can I do anything else? That's like the rice, it's got so many things on it. God, I surrender to you. That's why when we see a miracle, celebrate the miracle. It's so often that something good happens and we just are like, oh yeah, okay, check, move on. When you see a miracle, I dare you to share it to one person. You share it to one person, they get encouraged. Then if you're brave enough, share it to two people. You share it to two people, suddenly, you start to believe it's possible to happen again. Share it to three people. Suddenly, you think not only can it happen again, but, but now I remember it for my whole life. And by the time you get to five people, everyone else is sharing it to others. And what would happen if we became a church that believed in the, impo- the impossible is possible with God? Because what happens when we celebrate miracles, we get thankful. And thankfulness is the Thankfulness is the fuel in the gas tank for our worship. Thankfulness gives us the power to sing the song to God. It's so important. And how do we be thankful when all we see is failure? When all we see is addiction and the world falling apart, what do we do? You just need to know this one thing. With your failure, it's only one conversation, one prayer away to become a success. Your, our failure when we bring it to God becomes our thankfulness. We become successful when we bring failure to God. God, I'm, I'm addicted to the alcohol. Please help me. And then he helps you. And it becomes success. What I love about this picture is the day that Rat and I were doing baptisms. And people were walking to Ratana. Doesn't she have a great smile? <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she suddenly she starts to cry. 
And as people were walking to her, we had almost 20 people that morning. And I said, what's wrong? She said, when I would walk to them, they would walk away from me. They would walk away from me. But now, they're walking to me to get baptized. Who used to walk away has now become the person that walks to her to give their life to Jesus. That's why, thanks to God, who always leads us to victory. That's why my failure becomes my success story. If you're not in pain, you're not in preparation. Pain with Jesus becomes my worship practice. My failure is my room to practice worshiping. You know, when you hear these guys practicing, they don't sound so good. <laughs> they're playing it wrong. They're like, uh. Because their failure space is their practice space for worship. Our failure is our time to practice worship. And that happens when we, we turn failure into thankfulness. What does that look like? There was a man in Jamaica. He wrote a song called Beautiful Day. And he wrote the song because the poor children in Jamaica were committing suicide. They didn't have enough money to overcome to get education. And they wanted to give up. And in one year, the suicide rate doubled for the children. So he said, I want to write a song to them. A worship song. And I call it Beautiful Day. And I want to teach them to worship with thankfulness. To thank God for the good and the bad. Because God will lead them to victory. And then there was a little boy that heard the song. Could have been one of the boys that would have killed himself that year. And he decided, I will take this song and thank God. And I will worship in my failure. In my pain. And this is what it sounds like.
for pain. Day. It's a beautiful day. Now that song. Went viral. And over three million people have now watched this boy sing, I'm thankful to God. God, thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. And thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. Because I am alive. And I don't care about the pain. This is my space to practice worship. Thank you for my space, God. Thank you, I'm alive. And my pain is going to become my story of success. I want to be real with you. I want to be honest with you. This week was a hard week for me. A lot of things went wrong. And I was up late at night yelling and yelling at people. You did what? What are you doing? Are you crazy? The next day, all I can think about is the things, stupid things people were doing. And everybody said, yeah, that's stupid. And then I went home. And God said, what are you taking to your battle? Take worship to the battle. So I went into my living room. And I got a chair. And I put the chair down. And, and God said, Tell the devil to sit there. Okay. Devil sit there. <laughs> and then I took my guitar and I stood right in front of it and I started singing my heart out to God your love is good you're faithful to the end of my life I will worship you and suddenly I started to realize the problem was only this big <laughs> it was only this big it was only this this so big but it took worship in my battle. I want to ask us this year, bring worship into your battles. It's not about singing songs. It's about giving, singing to God as the leader of your life. What would happen this year if you brought worship to your battle? Worship in your workplace. Worship in your family. Worship in your frustration. What would happen if in front of your enemies and your problems you force it to listen to your worship to God? It would, it would bring victory inside of your life. 
So what is your battle today? Stand with me. Let's take some time now. To allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. What is the battle I'm fighting right now? What is the challenge you're facing right now? And tell it to sit down in front of you. And sing your heart to God. God, show us the battles right now. I, I pray for every person here right now that our hearts will be open to sing to the God in heaven over our battles. That we will fight with worship. That we will win with worship because that is what's going to last. In Jesus' name. Amen.